Hi, this is John Doe, back again for another commentary, guys. I'm checking out The Office today. So this is the Christmas special part one, and it's directed by Ricky Gervais and Stephen Merchants. Um, if you have a copy of this episode, you want to sync up with my full television commentary just clocking in at under 45 minutes in length set the timestamp to zero episode on pause put in your subtitles as well and i'll give you a countdown in five five four three two one hit play christmas special so in january 2001 documentary crew yeah, everyday goings on in a typical workplace. So it's three years later. Okay. Old David Brent. There he is. Stitch up. Are you stitching people up, Mr. Brent? <laughs> Not you playing up to the cameras, mate. <laughs> He's got a wonderful voice, isn't he, Ricky Gervais? Um, very, very distinctive, isn't it? Yeah, so you don't even need to see his face. You hear the voice, you know who it is, you know? You don't always get that with a lot of famous people, but he doesn't half stand out, you know? ha. <laughs> Rodney, you plonker. I love his little, like, eye gesture responses when he looks at the camera. Yeah, it's very, very effective. So, um, yeah, this is the iconic opening. Good God, man. Slough, that's it. Trading estate. God, it's so English. Run down. Good God, man. The Office. Wonderful. Music's great. Trip down memory lane, this, isn't it? Fucking hell, man. Like fucking zombies, aren't they? So familiar faces. Oh, that fat oaf in the background. He's quite funny, isn't he? There's Martin Freeman. So this is um, Tim Canterbury. Canterbury. Timmy boy. Oh, that's Gareth, innit? it? So that's Mackenzie Crook. His pointy nose. Look at his fucking hair, man. It's like he's got a mop on his head. There's great banter between these two. Tim's really cool in the shots, and it's sort of uh, unravelling between him and Gareth. Yeah, Gareth's a bit of a clown, isn't he? Tim's a bit of a... Um, He's a smart old soul, isn't he? Very emotional. Clearly, he's in the wrong job, you know? He's just, like, longing for a better life. And he's also longing for uh, Dawn. Well, that ain't Dawn. She been replaced. Fuck me, man. Oh, she's, like, a million miles away from Dawn. Dawn's been replaced by the incredibly, well, she's attractive, but annoying receptionist. Tim's not happy. He's not happy. So where are we to? Um, Fruit and veg shop. 
Oh, here come the fucking jokes. Cucumber to the right, look. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Stick him up your ass. Yeah. Ha, 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 ha. Fucking hell, man. It's a, a laugh. It's amazing, isn't it? Look at this fucking idiot in the background. Whipping out his foot long. Fuck me, man. Yeah, the humour is, uh, well, it's not even borderline vulgar. It's, um, oh, I love it, man. It's right up my street, I tell you. <laughs> the airport. Wearing them hog. You look like a hog, Mr. Brent. No, mate, I never, no, I didn't see it. Are you prime time? Were you on prime time? Are you famous? <laughs> He's so, like, longing to be known, isn't he, David Brent? Desperate for, like, fame and fortune. And why is that? Does he think it's going to improve his life? He's incredibly, he's just like, if you were to get in deep regarding David Brent, he's a bit of a lonely man, isn't he? A bit of a lost soul, you know? He means well, but it's just a little bit awkward. Yeah, I do enjoy the trajectory with these two Christmas specials because um, I'd like to think old David Brent, he ends up figuring it out, you know? So, you know, ends up in a good place. Absolutely flabulous. God, look at this pregnant love. Good God, man. Oh, she's rocking out on the seat and she's spreading out, spreading her legs. How fucking annoying is this, man? That's playing with her breasts and her bump. Tim's not impressed. I can't, you can tell they're shooting that for real because the light is like washed out in the background. I like that, man. Not overly staging shots, you know. It's the whole docu-realism that I really appreciate regarding The Office, you know. Well, fucking hell, Mr. Brent, are we cleaning? He's a proper little, like, Dell boy, isn't he? Anybody familiar with uh, Only Fools and Horses, you know? It's like the latest fad, isn't it? He's trying to sell. You know that for a fact this ain't going to work, whatever he's showing this guy. Right, mate, what is coming off? I can't see shit. What's stained job? The walls are clean. Seems fine. How much, mate? How much am I paying you? Tampons? I'm a man. The fuck? I love like these like isolated cutaway shots. The mun- mundane boredom of the workplace. Yeah, it's, um, I've got to say, it's very, very well directed. Clearly, oh, um, Gervais and Merchant 
had a lot of experience in regard to before they become like mega famous they probably did actually work in like places of this kind so sort of drawing from experience oh timmy boy Such a cool cat, isn't he? Around his buddies. Fucking hell, Brent. I've always wanted to work with a guy like David Brent. I think it'd just be a lot of fun. I mean, you know, it would get out of control, wouldn't it? Oh, Gareth, baby. You know, working with a guy within your own workplace, yeah. Every shift is going to be a real test of one's sanity. But for, like, entertainment value... Yeah, you can't really put a price on it. Gareth's going to put his foot in it here, look. Brilliant dialogue, almost like talking over each other. (laughs) Yeah, Gareth, you really are a comedian, mate. Oh, awkward silence is incoming. Ten minutes. So what is going on here? Is Gareth taking over Brent's old office? How comical, eh? Oh, right, Gareth. So you're the better version of Brent. Why don't you sort out your mop, mopified hairstyle for a start? It's completely, it's a complete farce, his hair. So we still got our um, Ralph Innocent to come, Chris Finchy Finch. Yeah, kind of like surreal to think of where like Ralph Innocence at. Anybody familiar with like cinema and I don't know video games? Uh, yeah, he's gone on to have a uh, well, one might say a very like illustrious career. He's a wonderful actor and he's just got an incredible voice. Oh, Ralph Innocent. Seems like will you just piss off, love? El Pregnito, bitch. Right. Or do you need your own office, love? You know, to fully spread out. Whinging lot. You're a fine one to talk. No, I, Tim's struggling to breathe right now. Look at the look on his face, you know? Tim's like, I'm so desperate. So this is Dawn. So she's still rocking up with this fucking idiot. She's clearly stuck in a... uh, Well, I wouldn't call it like a volatile relationship. She's just with the wrong guy. This fucking moron to the right. But the problem is they've got a child, you know? Yeah, the guy to the right, he's just not... He's what I would call... A bit of a lad, not very emotional, very sort of like the polar opposite to Tim, you know. Odds and ends, cash in hand on the on the download on the sly, yeah. Life of crime, Dawn. Ha ha ha. 
not entirely sure if they're supposed to be on holiday right now, or they're just filming in their backyard. Rent free? Not paying any rent? Sat in your ass all day? Ha ha ha. Dawn doesn't seem that impressed. She missing Tim? Oh yeah, Tim. Yeah, we know about your feelings for Dawn. And they continue to linger. Is that correct, Tim? Well, she... You'd be surprised, Tim. She does harbour feelings for you. It's uh, Sometimes in life it's just about getting the timing right, you know? The interrelationships of human beings can become very, very complicated. I think this is a well-written trajectory, though. These two characters, Tim and Dawn. Yeah, it's beautifully realised by Gervais and Merchant in regards to writing. Omnipotent. Godlike. It's a bit of a narcissist, isn't he, old Brent? Big ego. Out of court settlement. He really puts himself on a pedestal, you know? He perceives himself to be bigger than he actually is within life, you know? Ha 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 ha. Gareth and his wide eyes. Sort of fish-like, isn't he? 42,000 pounds? What the fuck? What singles? I can't recall. Do we get to see this? Um, it's not really like a Christmas music video. It's when he's bathed in... He's like bathed in white, isn't it? It's like a whitish set. And he's having a bit of a Barney with his uh, girlfriend. Yeah, I can't recall if, uh, if we get to see it in part one or two. Put you in the garage, Gareth. Oh, here we go. Me by now. So if you don't know Me by Now by David Brent, basically this is a uh, a rip-off of... Um, I think it's originally Simply Red, isn't it? This is wonderful. Wow, the things that we've been through. He's playing with doves. Fuck me, man. I love, like, the over-lighting. It's almost like the image is just going to completely white out, you know? Oh, is that the girlfriend? He's like, this is his um, heaven-on-earth set, isn't it? Jesus, God... Ah, oh, don't get so fucking excited, you bitch. He got home a little late at night and she's not impressed. Fucking hell, what is he wearing? I like it how he's like completely shoeless. It's like a guru, isn't he? Great, like, overlapping images. 
it's really like a love letter to like, I guess like late 80s, early 90s, like music videos, you know? Ridiculous lighting, ridiculous staging, ridiculous sets, ridiculous lyrics, you know? All dialed up to 11. Ah, oh, so this is our um, Neil, isn't it? Neil Godwin. Patrick. I think it's Bal- Baladi. Don't know if he's got like Italian origins, real life. He looks a little bit foreign, doesn't he? So basically, this guy's the better version of David Brent, and that you know, guy don't piss around, just gets the job done. It's really interesting to watch The Office because I, I think in general the audience very much sides with Brent however bad he may get. So I think you when you see this Neil character you're a little bit like antagonised by him, you know. You want Brent to get one over him, you know. Put him in his place. <laughs> so where are we to? What's he munching on? Some pie? <laughs> I think he does miss the office because he keeps going back there. Ha ha ha, are you trying to fool yourself, Brent? That's ops, baby. No, he's got a dry summer, hasn't he? Ha 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 ha. Delusional existence, isn't it? That's it. Keep munching on that pie. Tastes good. So they're having a fucking town meeting, Gareth style. So he's quick, Garris, like, quick to remind everybody of his, like, titles, his position within the uh, workplace. What I say goes. Pipe down, Tim. This is Garris meeting. Garris like, well, that's how I rock and roll, Tim. You're just going to have to roll with the punches, mate, you know? This is my meeting. Basically, if anybody had any sense, you put Tim in charge, you know? So, okay, you could almost say Garrus, he's almost, he's not a million miles away from Brent, you know? He's a little bit out of control himself. <laughs> Tim's just worn out by the job. I love the intercutting between Tim and Dawn. It's hard to say if he's thinking about her, but I think it's well edited just to... Um, while she's currently elsewhere, you still feel like they're close by, you know, close to each other. I think what they're trying to do, though, here is to highlight Dawn doesn't seem happy. Tim's not happy. 
<laughs> yeah, this is clever writing, man. They're really setting it up, aren't they? This is going to come to a head in part two. <laughs> Have you disowned your grandmother, Tim? <laughs> is it Finch? Here he is. Ralph Innocent. Finchy baby. Crest Finchy Finch. Full of like sexual innuendos, isn't he? He's a A-grade fucking pervert, is old Finch. Ha ha ha. This is currently annoying, Brent. You can tell he's like, Neil, can you piss off? You're not part of our group. Yeah, you don't know Neil. You don't know anything. He's so keen to put Neil in his place. But as I said, Neil's sort of, he's just above and beyond Brent. And he's a guy who's got his life in order. (laughs) Oh, this is, you know, this is um, supposed friends of David Brent. And they're like doubting his capacity to attract a member of the opposite sex, you know. Doctor, he won't lie. Brent's not liking this. Shut up, Neil. Stop talking. <laughs> Finch is a bastard, man, isn't he? Don't worry, he gets his comeuppance at the very, very end. Part two. Two tickets. So now this is a narrative angle. Brent's got to find a girlfriend, isn't he? Yeah, the writing is superb, i got to say. These characters are so rich. Girlfriends. Yeah, right, Brent. Can we see any of these supposed girlfriends, mate? Is that part of the problem? The reasons why he's like this? Lonely man, isolated, you know? Lack of uh, female companionship. Is it an issue? Does it define who he is? way he behaves, you know? He's sort of lacking a little bit of stability in his life. Well, he's just sort of all... He's a scatty man, isn't he? He's sort of a little bit all over the place, you know? <laughs> You've got to give him some credit in regards to, like, maintaining enthusiasm in life. Yeah, life won't beat him down so e- easily. He keeps going. He's a trooper, you know? Oh, shit, I remember this sequence. Some Is it like some comedy club? Surprise TV personality, mumbo-jumbos, never crumbles. It's a New Year's Eve party, DJ Mikey. A ladies' night, Monday the 24th of November. This is kind of cool. Agency, probably best you don't ask, love. Bit of everything. 
sexual practices out in the back, yeah? Whips and chains. David is a celebrity in this guy's eyes. So they got Brent's tribute acts. Basically no one we've ever heard of, you know? Kirk Douglas, not the Kirk Douglas. Looks just like him, okay. Ha 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 ha. Yeah, this guy seems a little bit clueless. Yeah, pair him up. Well, it's Michael. It's not Kirk, mate. Right, okay. No, you're not famous. You know, no, you're not famous. <laughs> I sort of try and blur the lines a little bit. It's sort of like um, this aspect. Of, he's like talking about the nation, the fact that this thing's already aired, you know? Kind of nice. Oh, it's going to be an absolute crowd killer this moment look at this raucous crowd youngsters isn't it fucking teenager early 20s somethings look at them this is clearly not Brent's audience man oh fuck me man (laughs) he's coming out too early brilliant man a mumbo jumbo welcome, it's David Brent. Right. Cut to a tumbleweed every time he attempts to uh, crack a joke. Right. The crowd are completely silent. <laughs> this is almost like the polar opposite. If you've anyone seen Ricky Gervais perform live, he's an absolute master. So it's kind of, kind of surreal to see him like this, you know, not sort of like winning over the audience. Yeah, clearly they don't care about him. I don't think Brent will be coming back. Yeah, sheepish look on his face. I love these isolated shots in the office. <laughs> Yeah, like, he's so keen to come back. He's clearly missing the place, you know? Ha <laughs> ha. So are they on a uh, dating website or something? Of course, Brent's going to lie his ass off here, filling out his profile. Six foot five, swimming in muscles. Ha 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 ha. 
He's constantly comparing himself to Neil, isn't he? Why bother, Brent? You created this situation yourself. Uh, see, doubting himself, you know. He, 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 uh, he should never do that in life. I mean, it's, it's sometimes it's a natural thing, isn't it, to compare yourself to like other people. But it's just gonna, it's just gonna end up making you incredibly unhappy, you know. God, Tim's about to go full fucking postal on this fucking bitch. If looks could kill. Tim's like, God, you're so stimulating, love. I think I'd have more enjoyment staring at a white wall for like 24 hours straight. Kind of woman, just talk your fucking ear off, you know? Doesn't listen. Too busy talking. I think the actress, though, I don't know her name's very, very good in this role, you know? <laughs> Martin Freeman's great with these awkward... He's sort of like either playing with his hair or, I don't know, rubbing his eyes, you know? Just the awkwardness of the character. Yeah, a lot of, like, Tim's, like, internal state of mind is sometimes just reflected in his physical gestures. Again, it's very as, as I said, the characters all rich and different, you know? Squash. It's just lying his ass off, man. Danger zone, isn't it? It's so easy online. I mean, we this is basically the world we live in now, these whether you've got, I don't know, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Instagram profiles, sometimes it's, I don't know, is it a natural thing to, I don't know, shape yourself a little bit differently to how you are within real life, you know? Overemphasizing the pudding a little bit too much, you know? Jesus, love, what are you eating? Surprised. It's sort of doing something interesting here with the staging of the shot, making them look a little bit closer than they actually are, you know? Because I can't imagine for a second that Tim's moved in close. Oh, I don't know, it looks like she's moved closer to him. Oh, fuck me, look. Right, love. Seems like good fucking God, man. <laughs> He's just a desperate man. It's going to cut to dawn, isn't it? Look. He's elsewhere. He's thinking of it. He's not even... He's currently not even hearing her. Yeah, look, look. You can hear the baby. Yeah, that's a clever cutting moment. And Dawn's reaction there... Completely mirrors Tim, doesn't it? Very effective, this, I've got to say. Considering these two characters are, off, are occupying completely different spaces right now, they seem completely connected, you know?
Ha ha ha. Oh, does she want to go back? Does she want to face the music? I really hate this guy. Fucking loser, isn't he? Well, single. Don't want any baggage. Yeah, I'm with Brent on this one, you know? Never married, no kids. It's just going to complicate shit too much. So he's keen to date somebody a little bit younger. That's a little bit... Um, It's not really surprising, but... I mean, if, if this is me, I'd happily date somebody my own age, you know? <laughs> El Pinocchio. Large fucking hooter. This computer screen's almost a clever primitive down. I think it's the year 2023. So this is like... Ah, oh Christ. I don't know what year this is. So just guessing off the top of my head. Is it 2006 or 4? Something like that, isn't it? Early, mid-2000s. If I recall right, regarding the office. Christmas party ideas. Fuck me, man. Uh, Christmas tree booze and cheesy music. How's that sound? A spacious dance floor. I'm all about the playlist. Get the music on cue, on point. Nothing too modern. I'm all old school, you know. Invite girls. Right, El Flabio. Pretty girls. What, young girls, mate? Yeah, wink, wink. (laughs) Secret Santa. Old people. What, like a walking stick? Wheelchair? Something. Seems like, how the fuck did they put you in charge, Gareth? You chair in this meeting, mate. (laughs) OAPs in wet t-shirts. What the fuck, man? Why don't you write down mud wrestling contests as well, Gareth? Blast from the past. Okay. So old faces. So what, uh, I guess in former employees or something. Dawn. Don't say Dawn. Yeah, Cloma. Yeah, I mean, we've got about 10 minutes left of this episode, so they're really setting it up for part two. God, it's just going to be very, very awkward, but I mean, part two is um, an iconic episode. It's one of my favourite, like, Christmas specials. I do enjoy part one, but it's all building towards part two. Because everything comes to a head, obviously, regarding Tim and Dawn, and then, obviously, Brent himself, you know? 
So it's a great, it's a fitting finale for the series, you know. What I also enjoy about The Office, UK version, the series didn't outstay its welcome. I think you're looking at two seasons and then and then these like Christmas specials, in and out, job done, you know. Not like the American version, which is, I don't even know if it's still fucking airing, but they were very much into like double digits in regards to seasons. But I w- what I will say from what I've seen, I've seen a couple of seasons of the US uh, office. It's very, very good, I've got to say. So, but it's typical, thinking like American TV shows in general, they tend to run for a little bit longer. So it's Bubble from Big Brother. Fuck me, man. He looks Jack the Lad, isn't he? Chelsea fan, isn't he? Old Bubble. Fuck me, man. This is hideous. Oh, God, are they blind dating it? So they like doing blind date, aren't they? Anybody familiar? Popular show in the UK. What is he fucking... So he's dressed like Austin Powers, isn't he? Oh, it's the coloured guy, isn't it? Yeah, Halifax commercials. It's a real mixed bunch here, isn't it? Jesus, man. Oh, if I had to place my bets, Brent's coming in third here, surely. You're not a celebrity, Brent. You're desperate. <laughs> you sure about that, Brent? <laughs> what I like about this Brent character, it's not a million miles away from like Gervais's sort of like stand up routine. I really feel like he was probably able to figure out. Or potentially shaping himself for, like, what he'd end up doing within the future, you know? In regards to stand-up, you know, and touring. Sort of like fleshing out his persona a little bit within Brent himself. This fucking slag. What is she wearing? Short-ass skirt. She looks cheap and tacky. See up her fucking skirt, look. Fuck me, man. Just rock her in with bubble. She pop bubbles bubble. Dancing, dancing. It's fat swats. Searching children. Yeah. Uh, silence. <laughs> Oh, right. Right, Bubble. Not getting chewed off, eh, Brent? Yeah, it's a blowjob, mate. Silence. 
Oh, God. Oh, he's been waiting to say this, hasn't he, Brent? God, it's so awkward. Pussy galore. Yeah, right, love. Don't even look remotely like her. So the whole shit shebang with the show. See, she can't see him. So it's all initially in what they're saying, how they're responding to her question. And then she ends up picking, obviously, one out of the three. Bubble. Oh, it's Bubble. He's not really famous. He was, like, famous for, like, five seconds. Oh, yeah. The awkward response here. It's like, don't hug me. Yeah, it's not reciprocated back. <laughs> it's giving it the big one. You're the wanker. Awkward. Time to leave, Brent. Never come back, mate. Ah, <laughs> Jesus, son. Just sat out in his uh, dressing room area. Question is, Brent, why are you here, mate? Clearly doesn't want to be here. He won't let it go, this girl. <laughs> oh, Halifax guy's giving it the big one. Fuck me. Just got fucking drenched. <laughs> Jesus, man. He's out of here. <laughs> Wonder how many takes they shot of this. It's the kind of thing you want to get in one. Yeah, because you got to shoot this again. you got to clean up Gervais, you know. Fucking hell, man. It's a bit of a shit show. It really sort of highlights where he's at in life. He's not doing so well. He thinks he's doing well, but he's not, you know. It's like this wannabe Poundland celebrity type. Yeah, he's almost easily antagonised as well, the Brent character, you know. <sighs> yes, mate, you were holding it. So we're about to close out this episode, guys. It's very good, solid. Sort of just um, setting up the elements, isn't it, really? Brent's... Uh, Current struggles, and now I see Dawn and Tim. Yeah, it's quite powerful. The there we go. The isolated shot on Brent, and we cut to the credits. Very good. Yes, I'll be checking out part two. Um, I may leave like a week gap between these. Um. Yeah, just because you're building up towards Christmas. I don't know if there's going to be a whole lot of interest in this commentary because we're talking about something relatively old. But still, oh, I've taken out my earphones. I'm still on Brent. He's picking up shit off the ground. 
Yeah, okay. Written and directed by Gervais and Merchant. Brilliant, guys. So that was The Office Part 1. And I'll be back again soon for Part 2 Christmas specials. Bye now.